Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's now, well, it depends, I'm going to say the end of the second day, but it depends when you started. Some of you might be on day three or whatever. Uh, but welcome back to our Tuesday evening catch-up. Hi, everyone. Hi, and uh, I, I just welcomed some people who weren't here before. So, Janet, thank you for coming tonight. It's good to see you again. Janet, of course, was on a few of our other Zoom calls uh, we used to do before Christmas. So it's great to see you here again. Hi, Janet. How are you doing? I'm not doing too badly, thank you. Good. Excellent stuff. And Maya, you're back from London now. Are you okay? Good journey and everything? I'm starting fasting now. Great. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Minute. So who would like to, well, I, I don't know about you, Maya, but I was just saying that um, yesterday morning, I feel like it's the cheat time when basically you you have your last bite and now you say I've started fasting and it's the easiest time, isn't it, at first, where you just feel like not hungry, unlike all those carb eaters about two hours later, you feel hungry and you feel fine for like 12 hours easily. And it's a nice, it's a nice kind of way to start when you've just had a big keto meal, right? I agree. Um, I just had my last uh, bite was a dang grief, uh, marvellousness, oranges and lemons. <laughs> oh, nice. Perfect. All right. Don't tell us that. <laughs> oh, no, no, ignore everything. <laughs> we haven't eaten. <laughs> but, I, but I hate day one. I have a continuous <laughs> nonsense going around my head about not liking day one and it lasts the whole of day one and then I'm in day two and I'm like, yay, everything's a bonus. That's interesting, Mark, because I'm the other way around. Day one feels like cheat day for me. Day two, like today, is my trickier day. Where I, and I was saying to Aranda before the call, um, and to Heidi, actually, that I don't really have a physical hunger at all. I've not felt remotely um, hungry or peckish. But the, the, the psychological hunger is definitely real for me, where I just miss eating because I love food. And it's like, oh, you know, they're, they're eating next door while I'm doing this. So I think, oh, what's going on in there then? Anyway, Less about me. How's everyone else getting on? Anyone want to share their experiences so far? How they're getting on? So, I'm I'm not hungry, but I'm bored of not eating, and I just miss food and drink so much. There's only so much tea and coffee that you can have, and I've tried to have more salt today, but I'm still struggling to get two teaspoons down. I measured it into a pot, and I'm not even halfway through it. Um, but I just want to eat. I'm so not what do you hungry. You drink, by the way, when you say you say you're fed up with tea and coffee. Well, one, my life must be pretty boring to you. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Not during the day, but yeah. It's going to be a hell of a night of yours on Friday then, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just the textures, the flavours, you know, all of that. Like, life's too short not to eat for too long, so. Texture is massive, isn't I'm it, with food, yeah. seven hours in at the moment, and I'll, I'm, I'll be fine tonight, and I'll go to bed, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm having my jab tomorrow, so... Oh, right. Um, I don't know right. how that's going to affect being in a fasted state, but I'll see how I feel. Yes, yeah, you feel Hi, on that one, definitely. Hi. Uh, hey, yeah, nice to see you, Nicola. Are you well? Yes, thanks. Good, good. Good to see you join us today. So we're just going through and we're just catching up and just sharing how we're getting on today and how we're feeling. Um, and Heidi's missing gin, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, though. And I think, yeah, texture is such a big part of food, isn't it? And it's the experience of eating and the flavour and... And that feeling of having food in your stomach is a nice feeling, you know, so I can totally relate to that. And um, I think the longer you're in the fast, I think that gets easier, doesn't it? So I'm thinking tomorrow onwards will be, if it's like the previous fast, pretty straightforward, hopefully. Uh, and then I get that lovely euphoric feeling as well, which would be good. So would anyone else like to share their experience? 
Right. So uh, I mean, just into my third day, uh, having started at seven something um, on Sunday, I uh, felt quite hungry when we were taking the dog for a walk this morning. So um, and, and I knew before we set off that where we were going, we were going to go past a coffee shop. So um, I took a little jar with some double cream in it. And I and ordered um, just an Americano and I just poured my, my cream in because I knew that they I don't like black coffee and I knew that um, they would only have sort of like m- milk. So um, I took some cream and that worked to treat. And the rest of the day I felt fine and I've had way more salt today than I've had ever before. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's going to make me feel much better tomorrow and I took my blood pressure this morning and it was higher than it was yesterday morning so that's really good um so the salt must be working brilliant so um all good that's brilliant news fantastic really good do you think then uh, after your fasting you might have a little bit of salt added to your diet as well if you have low blood pressure maybe that's what you need well I do have salt in my diet I do have some salt in my diet, but I think uh, I'm a little bit sort of, you know, like how um, everybody was like afraid of fat. Mm-hmm. And I now got over the fat thing, but um, I think I was a bit afraid of salt because everybody said salt was bad for you. And uh, it just takes a bit of getting getting over that. Mm-hmm. So I think that um maybe i should just try and have a bit more salt on things yeah. and maybe put you know what i've been doing is rather than putting it in the water i like you heidi i measured it out mm. and every time i go to take a drink of water i just take a little bit on my spoon and put it in my mouth and just plug it back with some water and it seems to work okay so um great yeah it's quite it's not unpalatable at all have you got so, two, two, two teaspoons today then or um I've probably done about one and a half teaspoons today okay. which is not bad because I'm not really used to doing it like that so mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to have a little bit more tomorrow and see how I get on but I think it, it's doable for me so that's okay can I ask about your husband now Helen because he was concerned about you previously when you had a bit of lightheadedness is he yeah. okay with everything? He's not too um, worried about you or anything. Uh, is he realizing this is working? Well, he keeps he keeps saying to me, "Yeah, he's he's okay with me doing it." And I think it's I think he likes the fact that I'm not doing it alone. That I've got this group of people who are supporting me and um, what have you. But uh, he does um, he does sort of uh, forget. And he says, uh, would you like some of this? Or shall I, you know, what are you having for dinner? And, and then, like, he, I said, no, I'm not eating, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's making his dinner and everything. He made it all himself, so that was all fine. And then he goes, oh, I'm having some wine. Would you like some? So I said, no, I'm not eating, I'm not drinking. <laughs> so he keeps just yes, forgetting. Yes, I would like some, I'm but I can't. Doing. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to. But yeah. there's a little a little restaurant near us that's been obviously closed forever. And they just I, we discovered that they have opened up like a little deli in this sort of back bit. So we went in there and we couldn't both go in with the dog. So I got to go in and pick. So I chose and I'm going to have it 
maybe not on Saturday because I think it might be a bit much, but on Sunday I bought burrata and prosecco. So I've got it all lined up ready for the weekend. Nice. Well, <laughs> Heidi and Helen are having a great weekend by the sounds of it. Um, <laughs> I think not. I mean, with toddlers, I want to have a clear head in the morning, that's for sure. So I'm sure Aranda can agree with that. Um, okay, anyone else you want to share their fasting experiences so um, far? Well, this is the quietest wolf pack meeting ever. I can't well, believe oh, it. Okay. Who are you people? Come on. Yeah, go yeah. for Aranda. So, uh, yeah, I've been... So I know exactly what you mean when you say you don't have hunger. Um, I have felt like eating. If, if you know what I mean, because like I've been shopping twice. So, um, so kind of um, today went to Waitrose, um, had a, a whole bunch of stuff that Ruth wanted for the house. So it's kind of, kind of quite, a, quite a strange feeling doing the grocery shopping. <laughs> um, but um, I, I don't actually need any groceries. <laughs> so me personally, well, obviously my, my son uh, and Ruth need, so uh so i've been out shopping and it's kind of quite a bizarre experience like uh going to the supermarket um pretty good energy and everything um didn't really trigger any hunger as such but um looking at the food i was kind of thinking about eat like thinking i'd like to eat if that makes sense mm. so not so mm. you know plenty of energy you know i've been out walking and everything and you know been working all day um so i'm not hungry as such but i just you know i like eating i guess so (laughs) (laughs) don't we all (laughs) let's be honest food isn't just fuel is it it's uh, way more the experience the taste the texture the connection it's it's so many things and um and actually it's also a very sociable thing too isn't it you know quite often uh you might eat with somebody else it's a social thing outside of lockdown to go for meals and things isn't it so Plus, my sense of smell is heightened at the moment. I can smell sea bass. Oh. Uh, I can hear it. <laughs> now, this is a weird thing. If Aranda tells us at this point there is no sea bass there, then he's having a breakdown. I know, uh, yes, yes, yes. No, no. No, I can I'm, hear I'm it. Talking bass, to so I know, I know we have sea bass. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Okay, a waitress sea bass. How the other half live, eh, Aranda? Lovely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyone else then? Anyone else want to share their experiences? Go for it, Rachel. Uh, yeah, so I um, I had a really terrible night. I noticed Nicola had put on Facebook that she she didn't sleep very well. So um took me a long time to get to sleep last night. So I've decided to take a colouring book to bed tonight. <laughs> so I just thought I'd listen to some nice soft music. And I've never done that before, and I don't know. I think I just saw something today and it made me think, oh, I've got a colouring book somewhere. Maybe I should just, until I'm literally can't keep my eyes open because obviously the other temptation is either to read or to um, look at your phone. Of course, that's stimulating and not good for sleep. So I just thought I'd try a little bit of a colouring book um, and see how long that lasts. But uh, but yeah, so, and then I had a really um, bad dream. And then I, when I woke up, I was in a really foul mood. But as I said to you on Sunday, my husband's away. So I was just kind of grumping around the house to myself, which, uh, which he was probably thankful not to be here. But I snapped out of it. But it took a while, but it was probably about 11 o'clock this morning. And I sort of felt my mood lift um, and just felt a little better. So 
but I've been quite cold all day as well and that doesn't help I went out for a walk about one o'clock before I'd got a meeting and um and yeah just that perked me up as well so I have that too the cold feeling today yeah Mm. yeah Mm. it's probably quite normal I think I've read that it is I mean you just I think it's it's always happened for me um and then I sort of tonight I've had a hot bath so um that just helps as well yeah. yeah do you ever notice sometimes that you know before lunchtime you can feel a bit cold then the afternoon you feel really warm and I and I guess you realize that's putting the fuel in the fire and yeah. warming you up again isn't it whereas we don't have that you can feel cold although I do think I don't I'm not sure if I'm just misremembering this but that goes away and I feel not cold day three Aranda is that the case yeah so I actually have a theory about that now. So because, okay, so when we, so this is something that Ruth used to talk about that I never understood. So she always used to tell me that after a meal, she feels warm. Yeah, I do. That's warm feeling. And actually, if I touch her hand or something, I can actually feel that she's warmed up. And so what happens when we eat is uh, we release insulin. And if we are insulin sensitive and healthy, what happens is um, vasodilation. So our blood vessels dilate. Uh, So the blood supply to all of your muscles, your skin, extremities, everything improves. So you actually feel physically warm. Now, I get this sensation now when I eat. Uh, It's kind of a new sensation for me being a carbohydrate addict. I am insulin sensitive for the first time in my life. And after a meal now, I do get that nice warm feeling and actually physical warmth as well. Uh, my, my hands get warmer. Now, I, I think what's, what's happening when we are fasting is the reverse of that because our insulin levels go, um, well, very low, really. It's the lowest that they can go. Um, and I think because our insulin's low, our blood vessels are less dilated Therefore, that's where that cold feeling comes from, because especially your hands and your feet, I think uh, your extremities are get literally getting less blood. So that's my theory. I'm not sure if that's right, but that's my theory. Well, it seems like many of us feel that way. So just put your hands up again. Who feels warmer after a meal? Um, go for it. I, I do. No, really and has anyone here felt maybe a bit colder when they're fasting? Yeah, so yeah. that's got okay. Yeah. So it might be like either side of that sort of thing happening. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I used to get very cold, and I don't, I don't anymore. With mm. fasting, I mean, it seems to have changed. And I think if people are doing calorie restriction, then and they get a thyroid issue, they can be cold because of that. Right. So that that has to be. I have a thyroid. Yeah, so that that can be that. It can be fasting or it can be like constitutional. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Interesting. I suppose we are all different, aren't we, as well? That's the other thing. Yeah. That's the thing that's amazing about nutrition and health. You learn about yourself and how you work. Would anyone else like to share uh, a bit about their fasting journey so far? Pete, go for it. Yeah, I've had, to use a football analogy, a game of two hours today. It started off, really quite well I rode the wave of feeling really really good yesterday mm. uh, I didn't sleep particularly well but woke up feeling <clears throat> excuse me really good and by about midday and it just so happened that I passed a burger bar that I frequent mm. sometimes while I'm at work 
and I had to miss it. And it set my day off, well, midday, and set me off for the rest of the day thinking about food. And like right. some of the others have said, I've been thinking about food. I've not been hungry. Mm-hmm. And it has. it is from a boredom perspective, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A relatively quiet day is somewhere that I normally pop into and I'll be like, damn it, why am I doing this fast? Yeah. <laughs> go in there and sort of enjoy yeah. my food. But I think I've broke the back of it now. Now this time of night has come. I'll uh, get to bedtime and crack on with the next day. I'm into day three now, so best That's part great, of day three tomorrow. That's so, brilliant. Yeah, Really good, Pete. Well done. You know what? Isn't it interesting in terms of the whole year, the amount of time we're fasting, Pete? Some people like around to do it more often, but if you're doing it quarter like I'm doing at the moment, it's a pretty tiny amount of time, and yet you feel like, oh, I'm missing out on this, that, and the other, which you take a bit for granted in a normal week, but when you don't have it, you appreciate it. So after this, I want to think, yeah, I want to appreciate those meals a bit more and and then, you know, and actually get more used to fasting so it doesn't feel like I'm missing out, you know, as much when I do it a quarterly. That's what that's my plan anyway. Does it make the day drag for anyone else? Because it does for me. Because I think when you're looking forward to food or planning it, cooking it, shopping, all that sort of stuff, it does take up quite a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, it's a big part Ooh. of your day, isn't it? Are yeah, you going to say, Maya? Because you lot are all so much further on, my day is dragging and it hasn't even begun because it's tomorrow. And I'm already like totally, oh God, I've got day one tomorrow and everyone else is on my favourite day onwards. Like, be on with a dream. And I'm going to be on the eight o'clock thing tomorrow, just miserable and thinking... Uh, I don't want to do it. And you lot are all like, yeah, day four, my head, my sense of smell's great, my hearing's good, my clarity's back, and I'm going to be like that. So I'm X-ray gonna, vision's come I'm, back, I'm levitating, it's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm preempting a really long day tomorrow. Oh. Well, I'm that's why we're here with you, Maya, don't worry. We're here I'm, together. I'm really hoping to have an easier day, because I've been doing every other day, which is easy for me because I just think, well, I don't need it today. I can have it tomorrow. And I'm curious, Dan, have you never done every other day fasting? Because it just seems no. quite easy to me, but I'm I'm keen to get past this third day and, and try the longer fast, but I am wanting to eat. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. Um, I mean, it's a Michael Mosley suggestion, isn't it? And um, when I was at school and as a teenager, I, used to, I was very, very pious, especially this time of year. And uh, yeah, I'd fast like fairly frequently, but as a carb eater. So for me, the thought of just giving up food for a day is hell. And yet for some reason, giving up food for a few days, I think I know I'll be okay when I get to the first day or two. So mm. the thought of fasting for one day seems to me like, would that just be hard every time? I don't know. Like, would you would you just feel like you're missing food? Whereas when you're fasting for a few days, it does get easier, doesn't it? So I, I feel that's an easier option. I don't know. What do you think? you get into a routine and you get used to it I think yeah. you know when you know your Mondays are your fast day and you know you're going to eat after um, sort of 36 hours or whatever I think I find that easier I'm finding this week hard actually yeah um, so what's your plan I'm not hungry Julie? but um, I don't know <laughs> you know oh. I had to go to Lake Aranda I had to go to Tesco today mm. um, to get some shopping and <laughs> everything I looked at things that I would never ever eat like you know liver looked good and fish because I'm not really a big fish eater and oh yeah I was just like walking around like this okay. your body does know what it needs though as well Julie you know yeah. like there's the same yeah. about listening to that sometimes because maybe mm. your body's saying and you said you know about the facts where you're on your cycle maybe your body does need that um, yeah 
Yeah, I was, I was like, I don't think I'll I'll go further than tomorrow. I don't think. Well, um, yeah, my usual. Um, Time's yeah. got a different perspective, though, isn't it? Hasn't it? Because mm. you know, when you're eating a Western diet, if you said, "I think I'll eat a bit later tonight by two hours," your brain would be freaking out. Like two hours from dinner time? Are you mad? But when you're fasting, you think, "Well, actually, I've only got another twenty four hours to go from tomorrow morning onwards. That's mm. not that long. It's only another day." And then it's like, and then after that day, I might think, oh, I'll see how I get on with another day potentially. And I'm thinking in days, which is such a different perspective, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, time's got such a different feel to it. Um, and it's yeah. interesting how quick it flips as well. It, it, You know, I'll go back to eating tomorrow and I know after after my dinner, I'll I'll have to have my square of dark chocolate. Right. Even though Ooh. I've gone all of this time without eating yeah like I, I won't even be able to wait five minutes like you just said you know it, it i'll have to go and have that piece of dark chocolate otherwise i won't i won't rest and yet i've got it it's it's a real interesting cognitive um experience what's happening that there's there's just strange i need to address it somehow <laughs> well, yeah. uh, you're gonna say something helen yeah yeah, I was going to say, because like you said about the days, because um, I, I I'm really, really, really hoping to do the five days and hope that I feel well enough and everything. But then I was thinking today, well, it seems a bit of a shame to break my fast on a Friday night. I might as well just wait till Saturday morning, get most of those extra hours for free because I'll be in bed. So I agree, you know, it's just like you you think, oh, will I get through to Friday? But then I'm already starting to think about, well, actually, I'll keep going to Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. so it's weird yeah uh, yeah good point i mean actually for me and and maya knows this um but i find breaking a fast on, a, on an evening is not a good thing for me generally especially when you're having curry um <laughs> i'm not even gonna look at her because she's gonna be judging me on this but basically yeah finishing on a curry is not great i appreciate that but i think also <laughs> yeah having something very small and then giving it time for your, for your system to kind of readapt to that is really important and i found I had big problems with that before. Now, Aranda, in the last sort of five minutes or so, do you want to just tell us a couple of things about breaking a fast, a few tips for anyone who might be breaking it sooner and they might need that advice now? Yeah. So first thing is um, your body needs a little bit of time to kind of get back into sort of digestion properly. So uh, it's better to break the fast in stages. Uh, So what I typically do is one of two things. Um, take a, like a tablespoon of chia seeds um, then kind of <clears throat> sort of in a glass of water like this just kind of stir it up until it's kind of loopy um, I have that maybe an hour before an actual proper meal just to give my stomach um, and my digestive system a kind of a chance to get going again uh, but since I've gone kind of more carnivore direction I've been having bone broth so like a like a big big mug uh, of bone broth uh, then I wait an hour and then I have like a ribeye steak or whatever my kind of main meal is so I've got the broth made ready uh, so I just need to defrost it when I'm ready to break my fast so I'll have that wait at least one hour and then I'll have a, have a bigger meal yeah and, and the longer you fast for the more careful you have to be right which obviously makes sense exactly. as to why I mean yeah yeah if it's if it's like a 24 hours fast or maybe even a 30 32 hour fast it's it's not been that long so i think it's fine to just go from like a big meal straight away 
But I think I think the threshold is like once you get past the two day mark, uh, you just need to be a little bit careful about starting to eat again because if you if you go in straight for a big meal, what can happen is uh, it it just goes straight through you literally. So you might end up spending quite a lot of time on the toilet. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's leave yeah, that. I will never ever break a fast at night again. Yeah, ever ever. Yeah, always exactly, exactly. Too greedy at night. Too. Yeah, I'm too greedy at night. If I finish, I just want to stuff my face and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, that's so true. Like hunger and tiredness are very much linked together, aren't they? So uh that's why I think that's why I prefer starting in mornings now. I think, and you know, um Pete, do you want to say something on that? Yeah, it was just a question as to whether that's like a modern phenomenon with us and fasting as compared to what it would have been originally with our ancestors because yeah. you imagine that they wouldn't they wouldn't have cheerseeds laying around or worry <laughs> about it they'd kill their animal and they'd get stuck in wouldn't they so is it purely yeah. just us because we're not used to the fasting so often or for long so that's an interesting question so have you heard of dr paul saladino yeah mm-hmm. okay so he recently yes. um he recently went to kind of hunt with the Hadza, uh, the Hadza tribe. And the interesting thing he said was, um, in as a tribe, when they make a kill or when they've got lots of food, they don't just go and stuff themselves. Okay. Uh, they, they have this, uh, what he calls uh, kind of the mentality of abundance. So in their mindset, everything is available so why would I stuff my face? I'll just have, you know, kind of take my time and yeah. relaxed meal. So I think it's kind of, I think you're right. It is part of our culture now uh, to have that opposite view in terms of um, sort of if we have food, uh, we, we just have to eat lots and lots of it. So, so yeah, that's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. Just on that point, actually, I think I saw a documentary years ago where they were talking about a tribe who, as soon as they made the kill, the first thing they did was start to preserve the meat. So actually, they were they were having they had were hanging it in trees to make jerky, uh, and they were basically trying to do that to preserve it as quick as they could because they realised that yes, they could eat now, but tomorrow it'd be off. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. There's a, an intelligence in human beings to realise not just today, but the next week, two weeks, three weeks, we've got to think ahead for, which maybe would also suggest why eating a small amount now, but also you could eat a small amount tomorrow, the day after, the day after, the day after. And it's that intelligence as being a human. I, I don't know. Um, but I think you've got a point, Pete, because I can imagine, you know, like a, a Paleolithic warrior, you know, hunting and then getting the shits. <laughs> it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, an image. I didn't want to say film. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. <laughs> that would do the same thing to me. Yeah, yeah. Without, without sort of digressing further down the, into the toilet sort of uh, realm <laughs> yeah. yeah I find that that would because of the fat content of it so yeah. a, a bone broth for me to break a fast would just do it wouldn't work right yeah, yeah. And, and actually knowing what works for you is important isn't it um, do you want to say something on that Janet yeah I, I listened to the podcast with Paul Saladino um, and it it made me think they went out on um, a trip Mm-hmm. And they took a couple of the tribe members in the jeep with them, and they they saw this tree, and they insisted that they stop for these berries. 
Oh, yes. And the, and the tribesmen just had a few. And Paul and um, Anthony got out and they stuffed their faces and the tribesmen were telling them to go. Mm. And then when they got back, they were they were really ill and they told them to go and dig up this root to eat. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that shows the difference of the way they have their food because they said when they found water in the... Um, Baobawa tree is it mm -hmm. they would drink some and leave some that they didn't drink all the water that that sense of oh there's enough I don't need to stuff myself that they definitely had that yeah and what respect they have for their food by the sounds of it they appreciate the source and you know not just I mean in the western world we really have spoiled ourselves in so many ways in our planet haven't we um you know we demand asparagus from the other side of the world or you know, flowers grown in, in Africa to be given to somebody the next week. It's ridiculous, really, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, okay, Ma, I just want to come to you because I think you had your hand up there, there and then we, I think we're just going to wrap up this evening. I was just, I mean, it's probably not, well, anyway, I was just going to say that you, because I've done quite a bit of fasting and I used to be really, really careful about how I went into it, how I came out of it. And now I'm kind of like, I don't fast and then I fast. And quite often I'm not, I don't really know that I'm about to fast. I just suddenly, my body just goes right, I'm fasting. And I'm like, oh, okay, we, okay, I'll just fast then. And I'm always a bit surprised. But the last one that um, I think we all did, but I, uh, that I did anyway, was like four or five days or something. And I had no intention of breaking it at all, at all. But we were walking past my favourite fish and chip shop. <laughs> Obviously, I don't eat chips, but the favourite fish and chip shop. And um, and I just went, right, I'm getting that piece of fish. And I just went in, got this piece of amazing haddock and ate it. I felt mm. absolutely fabulous. And that was the end of the fast. And I, yeah. I, I knew as little that I was finishing it as, as that I was starting it. It was all quite a surprise, but it was lovely. And really nice that, like the thing with not suddenly going cold anymore, there's all these things where it's becoming more normal, I think, mm -hmm. which is really relaxed. It's a relaxing. Yeah, that's what I want. I want it to become normal and part of my life, which is really important, which is Randa and you have made part of your lives. I love, I love the idea that yeah. it come, happens naturally, actually. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those days where you don't eat till four o'clock in the afternoon, you think, oh, I've not eaten today, but I've not even thought about food. And I think fasting for me, I want to become more like that, where you think I can happily go two days and then eat without thinking, when did I start? Am I tracking when I finish and how much time? Because that's not normal, is it really? We don't do that in life generally. Um, it'd be nice to kind of have more of a flow. You know, Dan, it's weird. This is going to sound weird, but how I... So when I was a carb addict, I used to run a lot. And every Sunday I did a long run. So in my mind now... Um, Doing a fast once a week, which is kind of maybe like a 36 hour, 48 hour fast, it's like it's like my substitute for going for a long run, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like keeping in training for when we do this uh, so that kind of occasionally uh, if you do a longer one, I think those shorter ones th that are done regularly mean that you get a better experience, I think. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Being constant training for it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's completely yeah. inspirational. I, I've loved this really good conversation tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a lovely night's sleep, everyone. I wish you all the best. Um, 
We're all going to go and get colouring books off Amazon now for tomorrow night after <laughs> Rachel's suggestion, I think. I, I love the idea of doing that. I really do. When I was working in a special needs school, one of the best teachers there was an artist and he did a an after-school session on drawing and he said, like, you know, just draw this teddy bear or something. My goodness, my brain just loved focusing on a bit like your project by with your um your statue i guess you just focus differently on something and it's oh, so lovely you're sorry statue. yeah can you see the statue there is it behind you Mark? Yeah. there you go yeah it's amazing. Wow. amazing it's not dangerous it's harmless she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here all week guys not just poo jokes <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Venus to Milo ones as well. Because I don't know how to make armatures. That's the next thing I need to learn. <laughs> right. There you go. I couldn't even do a fraction of what you've done there. So yeah, it's very impressive. It's been a fascinating aspect of the lockdown is finding out that spending two hours on Google trying to find out how to make an ear, you get an ear. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's just like there's you've- all covid politics life being destroyed in whatever way chaos and two hours after just trying to make an ear there's an ear i don't know what the point is but it's no there is there's definitely a point that i totally agree with you i i say this more and more and i experience it more and more by doing you learn but by planning to do you don't like just just by literally learning that thing and just doing it it happened but you could have planned that and gone on a course and everything for years and not been able to do it but the fact you just had to do it and you're forced to do it makes you do it and i think that's so true in everything in life the more you do the more you just learn to do it better and you get better and better at it and that's exactly the same as fasting isn't it just doing it you'll learn and you'll get better next time and 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 that's how it works so on that inspirational note to everyone thank you so much and uh have a great night's sleep and i'll see you tomorrow good night bye everyone